What is going on, guys? Thank you for tapping into today's podcast. My name is Ryan Prendis, or Ryan the Crypto Guy, and I appreciate you guys tapping in today. And this is my business partner. What's up, guys? I'm Nestor Sanchez, or at Masternode1. I hope you guys are having a great day. And we are the Masternodes. Again, thank you guys for tapping into today's podcast. Much appreciated, as always. Uh, if you guys ever have any questions, feel free to send them to us at our personal social medias. We can answer them. And make sure you guys stay till the end to hear about some additional resources that we're going to provide you all to get you guys a little bit more zoned into cryptocurrency. This week, we're going to be talking about news of the week, and it's quite a bit of news that we have to talk about all related to the market crashing. So today, the Fed just officially announced it will be adding a 0.75% hike to interest rates. The largest jump we've seen in 28 years. The central bank also added will not stop there with higher interest rates expected to be added later this year. Before COVID, we saw interest rates around 2.5%, then just dramatically dropped to 0%. With a sharp increase after COVID or post-COVID to around less than 2%, a little under less than 2%. So with this, you know, we kind of are asking ourselves, why does the interest rates being raised have anything to do with Bitcoin going down? Like, what is the correlation? Yeah, that is a great question. I was asking myself that a few months ago when we were getting all this different news about interest rates going up, and that immediately had a huge impact on all markets, really. Um, you've seen the stock market go down. Crypto market obviously got obliterated. But um it's all pretty cyclical. Um, this does have correlations with itself. Um, we have interest rates going up. Usually that means that um, not a lot of people are borrowing. And when interest rates go down, people are borrowing a lot more. And this could be that because they're borrowing more, they're able to put more money into markets. And this usually causes markets to go up. If they're borrowing less, that usually means they have to pay back a loan. And sometimes what gets liquidated first are assets, um, especially high risk assets like crypto. And most markets, you know, they have this cyclical nature, stocks do it, crypto does it. And it's all about getting in when it's low and going up with the wave. Yes. And so speaking about cycles, when it comes to Bitcoin, they have a, what's called the halving event. And the halving event has no exclusion to these cycles. Uh, so you have a halving event every 210,000 blocks or roughly around every three years and 11 months. This halving event leads to the mining rewards being cut in half. So what usually ha and typically happens during this halving event is we have about a year and a half of explosive growth because people are jumping on the bandwagon for Bitcoin. They're saying, oh, you know, just cut in half the mining rates. You know, um, miners are gonna, probably going to be um, you know, kind of more greedy with the Bitcoin that they release to exchanges and exchanges are also going to be greedy as well because they want to hold on to Bitcoin. It's going to be a huge mess. People are going to want to jump on this. The price is going to explode up. We're going to see crazy growth over this next, you know, four years. Then typically around a year and a half in, we see people kind of losing interest in Bitcoin. And that leads to about eight months to a year of a dramatic drop. And during this time is what we call a bear market, which is what we're currently in. After the bear market occurs, we see about a year and a half of slow build up until the next halving event. So the average drawdown for Bitcoin is around 85% after every halving cycle. Thus being the last halving cycle back in November of 2020, we could see from its previous all-time high that 85% that never 
for this year being $10,300 for Bitcoin, which may be concerning to most people considering that Bitcoin's all-time high was around $65,000 and it's currently floating around $22,000-$20,000. However, with cycles being the way they are, we can expect its hold around the $20,000 range. Bitcoin has a solid support around the $20,000 range. And what it's expected to do is hold around the $22,000, $20,000 range. So a lot of people are saying, you know, this could be a potential bottom. However, if it breaks that range, we have another support of around $20,000. After that, the next support is 17. And the next support after that is 14 before we even reach the $10,000 range. So there's a lot of supports in between where we currently are and where the 85% drawdown is. However, typically, when it comes to Bitcoin, we look at its previous all-time highs or its previous market bull run was around the $18,000, $20,000 range. And this was back in 2018. So considering that, there's we're kind of at like a, ju a juxtaposition when it comes to Bitcoin. You know, that we have, uh, considering that normally, uh, Bitcoin doesn't go below its previous bull run all-time high. And we also have its 85% drawback. So, so you, you kind of see how we're kind of in the middle here when it comes to Bitcoin. You know, it's, it's, one of them is going to win. One of them is it's going to go either way. And so when it comes to Bitcoin, we kind of just are playing the waiting game. One of the biggest players I'm kind of concerned about right now really is Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy. Uh, Nestor, you know this. MicroStrategy has been building up Bitcoin for the past, what, year and a half, two years. They've just been adding to their portfolio. So when yeah. it comes to Michael Saylor, one of the questions is, you know, what is what are they doing? What are they kind of doing right now to prepare themselves uh, for Bitcoin? You know, they recently before, um, you know, the run up and run down of Bitcoin, we saw them take out a two hundred and five million dollar loan. And at that point, they had a margin call of around twenty one thousand dollars per Bitcoin where in this case, if Bitcoin was to hit $21,000, their loan would actually be pulled and they would have to uh, pay back whatever they borrowed from, uh, I be believe it was Silvergate Bank or something like that, um, pay back the $205 million loan to them using the collateral that they had put up to uh, enforce the loan to begin with. So, um, you know, kind of what is going on with Michael Saylor right now? Yeah, um, I think with that margin call, they could also choose to add more Bitcoin to collateralize, which would then lower their um, their liquidation. So, yeah, this is happening a lot. Um, we're seeing not only Michael Saylor, but other people who have used cryptocurrency backed loans get liquidated. Right. If they did not put in more cryptocurrency to offset that, then they had to get their money liquidated, that Bitcoin was sold. And this is a big thing for Celsius, right? Celsius is one of the biggest lending platforms out there where you can get low interest crypto backed loans. And currently, um, I read through an article in Decrypt that Celsius is actually hiring some restructuring attorneys. So they're looking for different financing options for um, the predicament that they're kind of in right now. So let me just answer a few questions you may be asking yourself. What is financial restructuring? Well, that is basically when a company decides they need to make drastic changes to the way they operate. 
Um, this typically happens when a company is under financial duress or in a lot of stress. And this bear market has been very, very stressful, I'm pretty sure for a lot of people. Um, basically, because of market volatility, we've seen Celsius, this whole infrastructure kind of put in danger. Their whole thing is they're able to give you a, a loan based on the cryptocurrency that you are able to put up. And if that loan isn't paid, well, your money is going to get liquidated or your cryptocurrency is going to get liquidated in order to pay back that loan. So with the market going down, we're seeing a lot of positions, a lot of loans actually being put in danger. A lot of people are having to sell their cryptocurrency if they did not put more cryptocurrency in for that collateral. The market is dropping at a crazy rate and people who have used Celsius, um, they're actually being liquidated, which means they sell that crypto, which causes the price to go down, which causes more people to get liquidated which causes the price to go down even further. So you see this kind of negative feedback loop. Not only does this happen with loans, but people who are using um, leverage as well. So if you're a leverage trader, this is gonna be the same exact process. You're kind of basically borrowing um, other people's money, which causes um, a sell if you do not get in um, at that good price. And this is really bad for the markets. It's kind of a negative feedback loop. Yeah, and speaking about leverage trading, we actually saw $2 billion being liquidated from traders this past week, uh, affecting over 350,000 traders. Just this past week alone, $2 billion liquidated. Like, it's just, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's basically evaporated from the whole freaking market cap, right? We've seen uh, cryptocurrency as a whole go under that trillion dollars. And that's very, very scary. Um, and this has caused basically companies who are like all about cryptocurrency. We've seen Binance um, and obviously Celsius. They've actually chosen to halt withdrawals and crypto swaps for Binance. I think it was only for like three hours, but they still chose to do this um, in order to kind of save their butts. They said it was, uh, for Binance, they said it was not directly correlated to the crash, but you all know, and I know that they were lying. <laughs> um, so Celsius is obviously not the only one to struggle during this bear market. Um, banks and whales, they're basically using this as a great opportunity to kind of shake out as many people, as many companies as they can in order to swoop in add liquid to the market, add money to their positions. And this is kind of how it goes. You know, banks, they love this because they're able to get in at a great position. They're able to get in at a great price. And obviously, as any trader, as any investor would, they're using this as a great opportunity. And this kind of goes to show how important and how relevant the term is, not your keys, not your crypto. Because with all these crypto halts, with all these stopping from withdrawals, um, you're not really able to use cryptocurrency as it should be, right? Crypto is used and meant to be a uh, currency that is sovereign, not controlled by any other uh, groups or people. So when Coinbase or someone that's in exchange decides to stop operations or stop um, you from withdrawing your money, well, guess what? You're no longer able to use crypto as it should. And it's very, very scary to see. Um, what do you think, Ryan? Honestly, I, I completely agree with you when it comes to banks and wells trying to shake out um, 
the you know retail investors from the market. Uh, you know, this information comes from our mentor, DeFi Mike or Mike Sotero. Just this past week alone, he said Grayscale CEO, uh, the largest pension fund looking to add Bitcoin to their portfolios. You see uh, American Express will launch its first Bitcoin rewards credit card on its network later this year. Uh, you see uh, Coinbase CEO, Bitcoin has a chance of becoming the new global currency reserve. And, and all these big corporations are talking about all the great um, you know, use cases that Bitcoin could have and all the great use cases that they're going to be adapting to their companies. Meanwhile, we have retail investors struggling. And so, you know, if, if banks and these big corporations have no problem adding or considering adding Bitcoin or really any other cryptocurrency to um, their companies or to their portfolios, then you know something's going on. You, you have to know something's going on. So now is definitely not the time to panic, you know, uh, although uh, in the case of Celsius kind of um, holding people's crypto hostage. Uh, <laughs> kind of a great way to say that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> they're basically yeah. holding hostage. <laughs> yeah, they're, hold, they're holding their, 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 their crypto hostage. Uh, th this, is, this is not any other, like, this is, this is not new news. For the past couple of weeks, we have heard Celsius uh, having problems with liquidation. Actually, in, as a matter of fact, for the past couple of months, we've heard Celsius having problems with uh, liquidation. There's been reports from multiple users that they haven't been able to get the money out. Um, and so when it comes to um, Celsius and them trying to restructure their their whole... Uh, game plan, essentially. Yeah, right? yeah game plan, essentially. Uh, I mean, it's not anything surprising for me. You know, like I said, I've heard that Celsius was having liquidation problems for uh, the past couple months now. And so right when I heard Celsius was having problems, I honestly, I took my money out because I knew that uh, eventually Celsius was either going to come to a point where, you know, they fixed the issues and, you know, I kind of would have been shit out of luck or, um, exactly what happened they said they had liquidation problems or they're having um you know yeah the, they said they were having liquidation problems and that they had to pause withdrawals for the time being in order to fix that you know it's, it's just one of those things where it kind of was like okay well you know it's either i risk leaving my money in there or you know i take the chance pull my money out if they fix it i can just put my money back in during that time period, I won't be making, you know, the rewards on my money and earning interest. But at the same time, I still will have control over my money because it'll be in my possession and not at Celsius's. Yeah, full disclosure for me, I do have money in Celsius and I chose to keep it on, keep it on there. Um, there are a few reasons they provide insurance as well. So I'm not necessarily worried about the money I have in there. Um, my goal was to just earn rewards and earn interest on that cryptocurrency and hold on to it. Um, so my strategy has not really changed. Obviously, it is a bit concerning with liquidation issues and stuff like that. Um, a few months ago, a few weeks ago, I was able to move money around. Um, I did not have any problems uh, withdrawing any of my funds. But I'm, I really feel that this is not the end for Celsius. Hopefully, um, we're going to be seeing a lot more improvements. And obviously, this is some things that had to happen. We had to go through a bull market. We had to, I mean, a bear market. We had to go through a bear market. We had to experience pain in order to see who's real, which companies actually are about it and which companies, um, you know, fell through the cracks because they were over leveraged or they didn't have good leadership. So um, these are some of the things that just had to happen.
I'm not necessarily worried for my funds, but obviously this is a bit of a concern. Yes, very, very concerning. Uh, so, you know, we'll just kind of see where that goes. Hopefully you're able to get your funds back, Nestor, really preying on it. Uh, but, you know, from the amount that you told me, it's nothing compared to like what BitBoy has, you know, $4 million or what, um, uh, forget that guy, something to the moon. He has like over $200 million in, in Celsius. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, uh, I was watching EYL the other day and BitBoy was talking about it and he kind of just shrugged it off his shoulders. Um, he said, it, you know, it was a lot of money to him, but he has full confidence in Celsius. So, you know, we'll kind of just see where that goes. But, um, you know, hopefully it's not another uh, Mount Gox type, yeah. of, uh, type of deal where, you know, it takes years for you to kind of get that crypto back. I mean, either way, the people that were in the Mount Gox scandal got their Bitcoin back or have been getting their Bitcoin back. And they've been getting it when it's like, like, quintupled their their um por uh, not portfolio uh quintupled their original investment you know so <laughs> it kind of worked out in their favor for the yeah. thing but at the same time you know you forced to hold <laughs> yeah 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 you just don't want to be put into that position though because it just it's it sucks it really doesn't yeah. Especially like what if i really needed that money exactly. like that would be a very good very very struggle but that's why we say don't put all your eggs in one basket I have some money in a cold storage wallet. Yeah. I have some money on other exchanges. So this did not necessarily was the, this was not the downfall for me. That yeah. was meant to be held. That was meant to be just, you know, grow on its own. So I was not necessarily worried. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that kind of concludes the podcast. We really appreciate you guys for being here. Remember to follow and subscribe to all of our social media accounts. We have Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, Spotify, all the good stuff. All of them are at the master notes. The visual podcast experience can be found on YouTube. Um, we also have that audio podcast experience that can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your other favorite podcast sources. Make sure to visit that website. It's going to be www.themasternodes.com. Check out that email list to receive the latest and greatest cryptocurrency information. Another thing we wanted to talk to you guys about was our Discord. So our Discord, we recently actually started making callouts in our Discord uh, for trading. As you all know, Nestor and I are heavy into leverage trading. Uh, so we're kind of fully developing and fully understanding the market, utilizing a platform that I'm going to get into a little bit later if you guys want to join. Uh, but we recently started making callouts on there. Uh, we also recently recently started giving um, you know more news updates, more frequently asked questions on there to add, to be answered in case you guys you know have any of these questions. We have the answers on our Discord. Uh, so if you guys are interested in joining our Discord, send us a DM. We can go ahead and send you the link to our Discord to join our server. It's an exclusive server and can only be accessed by invite. So if you guys want to be uh, added to our server we have no problem with adding you you just got to send us a dm and we can go ahead and send you that access code another thing i kind of wanted to jump into was an opportunity to join an ever-growing market so as we all know as cryptocurrency is ever-growing market trading cryptocurrency is also growing as well and if you don't know how to trade this opportunity is going to be great for you so we actually joined an academy that teaches you how to trade cryptocurrency this academy is called i am mastery academy it's a great academy that me and nestor are a part of and we have great mentors on there that teach us about certain key levels when it comes to trading cryptocurrency uh, you know, this is the guy that I always shout out, Mike Sotero. He's an, a mentor that we met on I Am Academy, and uh, he is just 
amazing. Like, you know, any calls out that he, any call outs that he makes are usually on point, uh, solid call outs uh, when it comes to trading cryptocurrency. Uh, we also learn how to trade from A to Z. So they walk us through, uh, you know, risk management. They walk us through when it comes to trading cryptocurrency, what are some levels to look for to, when you think it's going to go up, when you think it's going to go down, um, you know, and just kind of, how we could trade crypto and work our way up with our portfolios in order to leave our nine to fives, which is a big thing for me and Nestor. So if you would like to join IM Academy, just let us know. We can go ahead and connect you with our mentor, Tracy. She's amazing. And we can go ahead and get you started. Absolutely, guys. Um, as always, we appreciate it. Um, have a good one. Make sure to choose kindness. Thank you guys for tapping in. Much appreciated as always. And bless up. Here at the Master Nodes, we are not making any claims as to income you may earn. Before entering any agreement, please use caution and seek the advice of a professional advisor, such as attorney or financial advisor. Please ensure your own research is done before investing any money into the market.